Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, January 26, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Polygon Punks AMA, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. You're, you're good, you're good. Nice, nice. I just sent uh, an announcement in our Discord, you know, Oh yeah, I did say, mate. I'm just yeah, posting it now, mate, to all our social and stuff. And there's quite a lot of space. There's so many spaces now. It's the thing. It's gonna, you know, like a week ago, it's it was kind of different. Now there's just so many spaces, and we have to. I know one planet have put together like a schedule and stuff. We have to really start, you know, yeah, having a big list of all the different spaces every day and stuff. Yeah, I love the calendar that Matic Man made uh, in that one planet chat. I thought that was super helpful. That was awesome. Yeah. Because there's so many going on at the same time. I just came off one with, uh, you know, the chain stack uh, uh, person from Polygon it was interesting, actually. So, and, and I think there'll be a few more today as well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. I guess it's going to be more. You think how many have uh, sort of developed over the last week or so? So, I think, yeah, there's just going to be more and more coming and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's tricky. I've kind of like double dipped sometimes. You know, I've had it where I'm like on one space and then on another space, but I kind of, yeah, you have to just go into ones. I have to commit to like one space now and just, just go in that one. Yeah, sometimes I join them just to look pretty, right? Like I, I, I'm just going to join the space and, and be in the speaker or <laughs> or at least, you know, be in the listener side and not say a word and not join and just kind of uh, uh, there's that presence at least. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's tricky. But it was the same last night. Um, Creative Owl had one on with Spatial, and but then One Planet had one at the same time. So I was kind of like, you don't, you know what I mean? You don't want to jump back and forth and stuff. You feel really rude, kind of jumping in and out. So it's, um, yeah, you just got to got to decide on one, I guess, and, and stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Or else you end up not listening to either of them, and then it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I tried it. I mean, I, I think this week was the first time I tried to just listen to two at the same time. You know, and then you're trying to like change the volume on one. It's, it's just yeah, you have to. You can only do one space. I think it's. Yeah, uh, Shanta knows what we're talking about. She's uh, she's also on spaces all the time. I see her um everywhere so um it's amazing that there's so much activity i think it's it's good for the ecosystem and it's good for our projects as well so i'm i'm excited the the momentum is really there yeah it's awesome i mean i said it before but like um it wasn't a thing you know we were doing much before the eats announcement like we do uh one space a month or something like a community space but like you know now it's just it's kind of a 
I mean, we haven't released a roadmap, but it's kind of a big part of our plan, you know, just to just do more spaces. And it's just, um, yeah, it's been really exciting to see all of these, uh, all these new Polygon NFT spaces. Because, yeah, I mean, I, we were starting to, I started to go into a lot of spaces just as a listener, you know, before Yeats and stuff. But there wasn't that many Polygon spaces. It was mainly sort of um, ETH and, and DeFi and stuff. But uh, but now it's like, yeah, when you when you go and check spaces, any, any hour, there seems to be some Polygon space going on. So it's, uh, yeah, it's great to see, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, uh, you mentioned the word roadmap. I think a lot of people like that word. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of it. But <laughs> nowadays, roadmaps, you know, people uh, in crypto, it's very difficult to respect your roadmap. And sometimes it's actually good that you don't have one and, and, you, and you're flexible, right, in your approach. But uh, it's important to have some sort of direction, right, and vision for the project. And um, so today we will be talking about you guys because most of the time you guys are hosting and talking about another project so i'm super excited uh, and grateful for your time to learn more about the ogs of the ogs which is the polygon punks right like you guys have been around forever on polygon um and please i'd love to learn more so so maybe tell us a bit about the history of Polygon Punks. Hey, no worries, dude. Yeah, I'll go through the history. So, um, so basically, yeah, we uh, were the first punk NFTs, you know, on the Polygon blockchain, um, and we launched back on August third, twenty twenty one. So we're kind of one of the first uh, PFP NFT collections on Polygon, and yeah, we had this crazy start to the collection. Basically, where like it's a ten k collection, it uh, minted out in a day, did like a million dollars in sales, and then it went on to OpenSea. Um, it was the second most popular collection on OpenSea by 24-hour volume. But basically, uh, then just had, like, ran into two major, major issues where, like, the original developers, they left the project. And so Polygon Punks was kind of handed over to some some of the community members at the time. And then after being live for sort of just 48 hours on um, OpenSea, the collection was removed from OpenSea. They um, they actually took down the the collection and yeah I mean I was um, I wasn't actually on the team then I only came on about six months ago so I was a holder at the time you know and uh, we we went on to NF Trade for a while if you guys know the NF Trade marketplace and the sales kept up you know over there but like we obviously wanted to get back on OpenSea and we were pretty concerned because we sort of thought you know if we don't get back on OpenSea are there still going to be eyes on the project and um, so yeah it was and this is back in yeah, August 2021. And it was all so really unsafe. If I can ask you, um, you mentioned what you know the first punk collection, obviously, and and one of the first PFPs. Would you say it's like pretty much the first uh, well-known PFP collection on Polygon? Like uh, just just to kind of understand a little bit more of the history, because I'm only aware of you guys as one of the first PFP collections. Were there? Was there anyone else, but then they just abandoned the project or it was like a smaller collection, more like a test thing? Yeah, I don't know. You know what we were talking about today? Because we were like, um, are we the first PFP? I don't think we're the first PFP NFT. I'll be honest, because my first introduction to Polygon NFTs was Polygon Punks. I was just, uh, I literally just got into NFTs, you know, a week before that. And it was, it was around the time of all that CryptoPunk hype, you know, when everyone was talking about CryptoPunks in the mainstream. And I was on Reddit one day. And I just saw a post saying Polygon Punks, and they'd just been taken off OpenSea. I, I actually came in sort of when we were on, when they were on NF Trade, and my thinking was like, oh, they're going to get, you know, they were doing massive sales before. Now they're a bit cheaper. They're going to get back on OpenSea, and like, and then I kind of, you know, um, jumped in the community and stuff. So my my intro to Polygon NFTs was Polygon Punks. So I wasn't really around before that, but I mean, 
there were collections. There definitely were. I mean, there were Polygon collections on um, NF Trade before us. There are a few on OpenSea, but I think at least like projects that are still around, you know, and really like doing volume and have a community. Um, yeah, there's not many, I think, from that that time. I mean, actually, because Billionaire Zombies Club, I, I, I don't quite what what month. I think Johnny was the same month as us. Maybe we were we were August third. We meant to. I think Johnny's Billionaire Zombies Club was the end of the month. So no, Johnny was around, but no, a lot of those OG collections, man, they're still they're not um, not really around anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's cool to know. So so basically, kind of the first hyped pfp collection on on polygon so you do have that uh og status there and and you tell us that you know you guys ran into some issues with with OpenSea. so how did you you know kind of resolve that because right now we can buy them on OpenSea. so i i guess uh you guys won against them right <laughs> Yeah, that is basically what happened, man. I mean, what had gone on, it's it's still kind of complicated to know exactly what happened there, but there was like a DMCA notice, which is kind of like a removal notice. And so the project was removed from OpenSea. And the thing was, it was said that it was came from Lava Labs. Lava Labs were kind of the OG creators of CryptoPunks. And um, what happened was like when they got removed, you know, already a big community had, had kind of built up um, and a lot of them kind of took to Twitter and were just like, what's going on? You know, why, why have we been taken? OpenSea responded. And the guy there at the time, the head of marketing, who was Nate Chastain, he did oh, a post. The, saying, the infamous Nate. <laughs> Nate Chastain. Yeah. And this was the guy who removed Polygon Punks, you know, it was Nate Chastain. Um, and he, well, he was head of marketing time, but he did a tweet, uh, a post saying, you know, um, we don't allow derivatives on the platform and so on and so on. But the thing was, there were other punk derivatives. And I mean, to go into the Nate Chastain thing, I mean, if you guys don't know, but like, because basically what happened was, yes, yeah, so the Polygon punks, you know, we were removed. All the holders took to Twitter and they said, what's going on? Nate Chastain gave this response saying, uh, you know, we don't allow derivatives, blah, blah. And then for the next month, it was all a bit uncertain, like, like I said, the project was handed over to the community because the developers are left. And some of the team, this new team that formed out of community members, they kind of took it in their own hands to try and fight this DMCA notice. So behind the scenes, they were kind of, they, they were tackling it legally. But then what happened um, on the surface was like a lot of the holders, they started just going on Twitter and just basically started this whole campaign, kind of hashtag free Polygon Punks. And it really spread like across Twitter. It got a lot of traction, like BitBoy Crypto did a video about it and uh, Cointelegraph wrote a couple of articles about us and stuff. And yeah, it just got a lot of traction. And basically, um, you know, this was in August 2021. And then a month, a month later in September 2021, yeah, OpenSea announced they were going uh, to, we, we, we'd won, you know, we'd beat the DMCA and uh, Polygon Punks were going to be, you know, relisted on um, on OpenSea. But then, you know, what happened a couple, and then we got back on OpenSea and things, you know, picked up right away. Like we, it was kind of back to, you know, good sales and stuff. But what happened a couple of weeks later was Nate Chastain, who was the head of marketing, who removed Polygon Punks, he got fired from OpenSea. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that story. Actually, I was there at the Genesis. I know the guy that, that uh, found out that he was doing the insider trading on OpenSea, right? Well, I remember that live. I guess, again, like this was, you know, yeah. I, so I'd, I'd, I'd become a holder kind of um, middle to the end of August, you know, and I'd bought them on NF Trade. And we were all together in Telegram chats, all the holders. And we were just like, uh, God, God, we can hit back on OpenSea. And then the news came out one night you know we're back on open sea and we all hyped and then literally like a week later i remember i was on twitter one night and i just saw the post like 30 seconds after the guy posted it and he he was kind of like basically the guy who found out nate chastain was doing it because what happened was so nate chastain who was the head of marketing he was doing insider trading so what he was doing was he was like taking money from projects and then he'd promote them on the home page of open sea 
And um, and then this guy basically on Twitter, I guess it might have been, you know, the guy, you know, he um, he was just digging through the wallets and you could, and could just see what Nate was doing. He could see that, like, you know, money was coming in from X project into Nate's wallet and then X project was promoted on the homepage. And then I just remember, like, literally, I, you know, I was just on Twitter and then it was like tweet 30 seconds ago. And it was this guy kind of said, I'm not, you know, he, he was sort of saying, it like, I'm not so sure about this. You know, I'm just checking. Is this right? I think, you know. Yeah. And then an hour later, it was like Cointelegraph picked it up. and Coin I Dex know, because he and, posted you know, it in a small Discord before that project called Blaze Cats. I don't know if you remember his PFP back in the day, but it was like a mini cat. Um, and he was like posting it to us. He's like, guys, is this true? Like, this guy is like inside your trading big time. And people were like, yeah, post oh, it. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, I watched it, it live. You know, I, I mean, again, we had that thing because, you know, Nate Chastain to us at that time was like, oh, he was a bit of a sort of enemy because, you know, he was the guy who removed us. And that us this statement. But, got, I mean, I remember he watching. He got what he um, deserved, man. That, that's what Oh, happens. totally, man. No, I mean, I remember watching the reveal um, happen. <laughs> that, that guy who did the post, I saw his Twitter go from like 1,000 followers to like 9,000 followers in four hours yeah <laughs> yeah he's definitely super popular after that uh but yeah anyways like uh the infamous snake but you guys got back right on on OpenSea, and and like you say it picked up like nothing ha happened i'm also wondering does that coincide with the purchase of CryptoPunks by by yuga right because yuga is very pro derivative and they really don't care uh, that's why you see so many derivatives of, of Bored Apes and nobody gets the MCA. Um, so I'm wondering maybe that coincided or, or maybe my timeline is a bit off here. Well, it didn't. No, it didn't coincide, but it kind of was like a bit of a sort of chain reaction because what happened was so we, um, yeah, we got removed end of August. We got back on OpenSea um, end of September. You know, Lava Labs, they didn't end up selling uh, CryptoPunks till quite a few months later. I think it was into 2022. I can't remember the date, but I think it was like February, March 2022. And I think what happened was that it wasn't just Polygon Punks Lava Labs were having to deal with. Because what happened was Lava Labs, they had a copyright over the whole collection. Which even that, like, again, it's so murky, all this copyright stuff within crypto. But even them having the copyright over the whole collection isn't really legit because they're AI generated, the CryptoPunk, so you can't, no one can really own, like it's a bit different with Bored Ape, because Bored Ape actually has a, a, an artist, you know, like an original artist. Um, but with the CryptoPunks, you don't really, but Lava Labs did manage to claim last year, they have this copyright over the whole collection. But when they, ha when they actually had to file a DMCA notice, like against Polygon Punks, then it doesn't, it doesn't hold up, you know, and that's the thing. So, and I think what happened was that, um, I think Lava Labs kind of realized this. They're not going to do it. And then, but when it got handed over to Yuga Labs, Yuga Labs just, um, so Yuga Labs was the, you know, the creators of Bored Apes. They bought the CryptoPunks and then basically just made the copyright rules the same as Bored Ape. And, uh, and, and the reason they're doing that, I think, Yuga, is because it just saves them a bunch of hassle because they don't want to be in the situation Lava Labs was in, where they're constantly having to file DMCA notices and then not managing to win them. And it was just a waste of time. What you, uh, you it's a good does. marketing tool as well, right? Like if you see all these, you know, what makes CryptoPunk so famous? Yes, they're the OGs, but also all these other punks project, right? That that kind of market them indirectly. Same for Bored Apes, right? Like anytime you have a derivative or or some sort of homage project to the OG project, that just brings more to the lore of the OG project that just solidifies them as OGs. Um, I think Doodles as well, there's a lot of uh, projects that kind of use the similar art style and that just adds to the OG 
project in my opinion it's it's not really a bad thing um you know they say when you're copying someone it's kind of the most sincere form of flattery so in my opinion it, it's not all negative um and i think that's what board apes also realized in my opinion yeah i think it's true i mean it's you know it's interesting because being like a polygon punk holder and then on the team you know i, I do think a lot about i'm always thinking about the whole derivative scene and it's like i don't know because the thing is i'm not on because I mean, you know you know manage polygon punks but i'm not on board with sort of all derivatives i'm honest i don't think it's a great place if we were in that every time a new collection dropped it suddenly had 10 derivative spin-offs you know come come after it and like i mean i don't know that might be the space we go into but i do think there are certain collections and particularly punks you know punks are kind of top of the list as being like just a legit derivative collection i mean when we launched polygon punks we had a couple of other collections come after us like matic punks and polypunks and, they, and then they, they, they've sort of gone away now and it, it, you know there were during that last bull run, there are a lot more punk collections in every chain. But now what you've seen is that, like, you know, the first punks on every chain have kind of managed to sort of survive the bear market. And so, you know, you've got soul punks on Solana, polygon punks, crypto punks, XRP punks is new. And like every chain now kind of has its own OG first punk collection. And they're kind of like, I think, a solid buyer, you know, in terms of like if you're an NFT collector. I mean, I've said this a couple of times, but it's that thing where, you know, 95% of projects from last year disappeared. And loads of those projects had really good teams and really good communities and really good art, but they, they, they vanished, you know. And so I think for NFT collections now, you are seeing a lot of historical NFT collections doing quite well. Um, a big, you know, all of the sort of OG ETH collections until sort of like 2018, 2019. Because you've just, at least you've got that history. You sort of know, okay, this has a thing. It's the first on chain. It's the first of this. It's first of that. So I think um, that's important. But the other thing with the CryptoPunks is like, you know, when if you've got loads of new people coming into the space, particularly you know, Polygon wants to onboard a lot of people, they see the CryptoPunk and they know CryptoPunks as this sort of you know iconic IP in NFTs. But you can't—they're they're just unaffordable. You know what I mean? Even at the floor now during the bear market, it's like seventy thousand dollars, and it was you know half a million during the bull run. And it's just like who is actually going to be able to afford those? And so I do think like that's the spot with some, with some of these derivatives are in, where it's like you know a soul punk or a polygon punk it's you know the floor's a hundred dollars not a hundred thousand dollars so you can kind of you can own the punk art and be part of the punk community and um let's get to that um i think that's kind of the big value proposition of, of you guys right yes you're the og collection on uh, polygon um and yes you're kind of uh, related to, to punks right we, which have a lot of communities across different chains uh but your community is super strong and and you kind of didn't talk about this too much uh the founders left off really early from my understanding so you guys kind of have to come together um and uh you know kind of uh build a community from scratch yourself so how did that happen right like it, it's pretty difficult when there's no leadership to to build up a community so could you talk to me like you know is there like some sort of leader or or you know how'd you guys band together on this yeah no worries i mean i i came on to the project in august so i was just a holder up until august and um what happened was some of the other guys on the team um they they who are still here today they 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 took over the project you know back in uh, august 2021 when the original developers left um the, the the thing with the project is like we we were quite lucky because um what happened was soul punks solana punks had minted uh you know a month or a month and a half before us um and a lot of that soul punk and then also what you have had in the mainstream was all that hype about crypto punks you know and the big nft boom and so it all came together that when poly polygon punks minted 
you had like all these people who were in CryptoPunk hype and then all the soul punk holders, you know, they came over and minted and that's how the collection minted out in the day. So we were quite lucky with that where, um, you, you know, we, we, we had a good start to it basically where like it didn't, you know, minted out in a day, had a community and they were all holders, you know, they were people who are going to hold on to them. So, so yeah, I mean, that was again, like August, September. And then, um, to be honest, I mean, it, it, it was all pretty smooth sailing until it did get quite slow during the bear market, you know, particularly sort of um, late spring, early summer. And that's part of the reason I sort of came on because around uh, August time, there just wasn't a whole lot going on with the project. Like no one had actually, po- you know, social media hadn't been active for weeks and stuff. And I just sort of put out a post saying, you know, what's going on? Can I, you know, maybe come out and help with social media? And so when I first came on back in August, I was just, just running the social media for us. And that was kind of... Um, what was going on but yeah i mean it's difficult just in terms of like building a community because we have been asked this question a couple of times but you know how do you build a community? i mean obviously now you know and so since um all the stuff that's been happening in the last couple of months with you so we we you know we're um sort of super, super you guys get organized on on telegram or, or or discord like you know or it was mainly twitter and and you guys kind of had like a common theme common goal and that's how you guys got some direction there hmm well, I think we were we were pretty active on Twitter throughout. Like uh, we were always posting Twitter. I'll tell you, our Discord didn't get super active until six, seven, eight months ago. A lot of it was on Telegram, to be honest, because um, there's yeah, basically we were, there was a Telegram chat that we were all in that was like all the soul punk holders, and uh, it was a sort of crypto group on on Telegram, and we were just all in that together all the time, voice chatting um, and stuff. So I think yeah, I mean to be honest, I mean now it's more, we're more focused on Twitter and Discord. And we still do stuff on Telegram, but um, but actually through a sort of early last year, um, a lot of it was on on Telegram. To be honest, that was kind of yeah where a lot of the community was. Nice, yeah, glad to hear that. You know, you guys uh, were able to overcome the <laughs> a pretty big challenge for most communities, right? Like technically, it's almost a rug, and and you guys just brushed it off. And um, I didn't even know there there were founders of Polygon Punks. So how does it work now? Like, again, is there like a, a leadership team or are you guys a DAO? How do you guys make decisions, basically? Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm kind of the like project manager. So I manage just a few different areas. I do um, a lot of the social media and kind of handle um, partnerships. And I do quite a lot of design work. So I built the website for us and I design sort of graphics and things like that. And then um, and also do spaces. So I speak on a lot of spaces for us. And and then, um, and then yeah, I, so we serve the OG team, basically. Like, basically, uh, Michael and Rep, who you guys might have met. And um, they just do a lot of marketing stuff and they help with the social media. And then we just got some like, OG community members, basically, who also help us with like business development and things like that. But um, and then, yeah, I mean, recently, since we got busier, we've been taking on sort of Discord mods and things. We now have new community managers who help us out. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just always been that community led thing. It was just kind of if someone shows up, um, it was like well, the reason I came on, you know, I, I sort of came on board and started just doing social media. But then I had a few other skills I could kind of lend. And it's just been like that, you know, really. I mean, anyone who um, had some skills, they could kind of lend to the project from the community. Um, it was, you know, great for them to come on board. So it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's been run like that, really. Nice. Organic growth of the community is always welcome. I think, you know, anybody that does it out of uh, their you know, the passion for the project and, and not for a paycheck is uh, always kind of, uh, <laughs> I applaud that, right? So uh, now that you guys have like a, a loose team or community-based team, um, obviously there's always value to these historical projects, right? Like nobody's ever going to be able to take away the fact that you are the first uh, punk collection on Polygon, and and we've seen that on different chains, right? Like uh, I was a big part of uh, 
the Galactic Punks, which was the first punks collection on Terra blockchain. And, and it was one of the, you know, the top projects there back in the day and, and still is. Um, so, so the historical aspect, I think nobody can take away. But you guys, uh, you mentioned earlier, are looking into developing the project into more than, than kind of that historical piece and, and kind of working on a roadmap. Is that correct? Well, I'll be honest, man, we, we had a roadmap last year. Again, I wasn't on the team when the roadmap got developed, but it was put, sort of put out to the community, you know, what, what, what ideas would you like? And we had a roadmap 2022, and we basically didn't, like, meet any of those goals at all. We had, like, we're going to buy a land in Blocktopia, and then we just, you know, Blocktopia, when it launched, wasn't quite that. And there was just loads of stuff. I mean, basically, we had a roadmap of 12 things, and I think we did, like, three of them, you know? Um, but, uh, but it wasn't that we didn't do anything. Hey, free just, is better than many projects that, that <laughs> promise things already. So, <laughs> but, you know, It wasn't that we weren't um, doing stuff. It's just we went on a completely different direction. And then when um, particularly, you know, coming into 2023, a couple of weeks, you know, leading up to, you know, the end of the 2022, we, we behind the scenes, we were putting together a roadmap of things we want to do for 2023. And the community were asking, we had, we had on our Discord, you know, coming soon, new roadmap. And then we were putting together all these ideas. And then suddenly all this stuff started to happen, you know, like all this huge stuff. And we were suddenly like, oh, Twitter spaces are really important. We're going to do that. And well, let's start our own Twitter space. And like, and all these new things developed. And I just, I, we decided in the end just not to release a roadmap. I, don't, I mean, we're not, you know, the thing is on our Discord now, we, we announce this and people are like, we, we want to see a roadmap. We want to see it. So I think we're going to have to, I mean, the, you know, our, our main thing for this year, I mean, we talk about it a bit more is a DAO, you know, and we really want to um, have a sort of community DAO going. But beyond that, I um, I don't know. My worry is we just release a roadmap and say, like, we're going to buy land here. But then decide, you know, a couple of months, land's not the best. Because we were going to do this, we were going to buy land in the metaverse. But I don't know if that's, you know, I don't think that's a great play, to be honest, right now. Because the metaverse, is there's not much going on there. And you're going to have to pay, you know, two, three thousand dollars for land and stuff. So the thing is, you don't want to, it's, it's good to put these out and the community get excited and they go, great, we're going to have land. But if you don't end up, if, if, you know, if we decide in four or five months, that's not a good play. And then you have to tell the community. Then they're all like, oh, I thought, you know, so I don't know. It's, um, I mean, I think we're going to have to release a roadmap because <laughs> it's been with people on Discord. So I think we're going to have to put something out. But, I, you know, if I'm honest, I kind of, um, I don't know. I'm not a huge roadmap fan, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I, I'm aligned with you on this, right? Like you guys have some, some I think you guys have a mission of kind of uh, educating people uh, on the Polygon ecosystem. And you're doing this already, right? Like. Um, with the Twitter spaces you organized and all the collabs you have with the different Polygon projects. And uh, I think that that's kind of a very, already you're providing a lot of value uh, to your holders and to everyone that's involved in the Polygon ecosystem. So I think people appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate it, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you know, not to sort of big up the project, but, you know, we've, we've done a lot, you know, in the last month we've had the, the first project on Rarible, the first project on Magic Eden, the Polygon Studios collab, like, but these aren't things that you can plan for. You know what I mean? They've just happened. And I kind of, I, I prefer the project was like that, you know, that like a partnership comes along one week and we think it's a good partnership. And then we announce it, you know, at the end of the week. And, but in terms of things, you know, we're going to buy land in the metaverse. We're going to do like all this stuff. I, um, I don't know. Hey, I mean, I think. Hey, you know, we bought nice. land. We bought the other side land um, yeah. back in the day. I think we're down seven grand on that. <laughs> um, so, oh, you know, we had some good flips, but that one was not a good flip. So don't buy land. <laughs> <laughs> not a well, good idea. Uh... 
No, because we're, we're super active in Decentral. I mean, we have two Decentral and wearable collections. We have Polygon Punk's hoodie and cap wearables. And we, we know we don't, we're going to have some more wearables coming out. We know the Poly- Decentral and community. But um, to buy like a decent plot of land in Decentral land, it's going to cost us like $10,000 if we want a big space. And how many people are actually going to come in there, you know, and actually like come into the club? Like we were thinking we could do a clubhouse meeting every Friday. But you might as well do a Twitter space. You know, you're probably going to get more. Yeah, and you know what? You don't even need to buy it anymore. There's a lot of options. You've seen these, right? Like that are not on chain, but are metaverse, right? Like you can just uh, plug and play and there's all the 3D aspect to it. Plus you can customize it. You can add, you know, different art pieces from your project to it. You can even add in your PFPs. and that doesn't kind of <laughs> cost $10,000 in land. It's just a, a plug and play solution that, that's pretty cheap. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not sure about this land thing at all, but I guess we'll see how it plays out in the future. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of good apps to use now. So we, we, we do this new weekly Twitter space now called the Spotlight Series, where every Friday where we host a project and we talk about the, you know, the history and the founders. And, and, and what we've done is we've launched a virtual gallery to go alongside it. And then we, we buy one of the pieces from the collection. And every week we kind of add a piece to the gallery and stuff. But, but we're, we're, the gallery is on, on Cyber which is the app called OnCyber, and that's free to use. And that, that's just a gallery app, but it's like free, really easy to set up. But then um, Polygon Showcase was this past uh, weekend, and um, they use Spatial.io. And Spatial is amazing, I, you know, because I'm quite a big Metaverse guy, and I, I, I spend most of my time in Decentraland. But Spatial was really impressive. It's like, um, it's great for, you know, uh, OnCyber is more for galleries, but the Spatial is really good for doing um, just like panels and things like that. You can basically have, you know, at the polygon showcase on the saturday you have sort of 30 40 people in the crowd they're all sat down and then the speaking come on stage they can pull up a big um you know uh, a big um spreadsheet on the you know panel and stuff and and, and it's yeah it's really good you can like the audience can clap and you can see the person speaking i think it's you know it's the best app i've used for um doing things like uh, amas and, and panels and stuff because decentraland you like there's just nothing. The avatars aren't, you know, moving, and the people are clever. Like this actually fell like, because of you know, conference and stuff. I mean, it's still a bit clunky and things like that. But, uh, but no, spatial. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, exactly. On cyber and spatial, and it doesn't cost you ten thousand dollars to kind of host an event there, right? Or you don't need to buy the land or anything like that. So it's very cool. So, um, okay, cool. So we established kind of the history of of Polygon Punks and and uh, I'm very aware of your recent kind of partnerships and collabs and all the things that you guys have done. I, I'm wondering, you know, what is your vision for the future? I guess uh, you mentioned that if partnerships come up, you're going to accept them or take them and, and go with it. Uh, but do you guys have anything more to share in terms of future developments and, and where you see the project maybe in a few years? Yeah, thanks. So, I mean, I think the main thing is a DAO because this is we, you know, since once the um, the community took over the project from the original developers, it was always a thing about let's start a DAO. We need to be, you know, we we promote ourselves as a like community led project, but we're not, you know, it's a core team basically who are running things. We we do throw things out to the community, but um, but no, it'd be great if we could set it up. And it was just a thing of how we do it. I mean, we we got kind of really serious about that idea about two or three months ago. And we were looking at the um, the guys at Soul Punks over on Solana because we're quite friendly with them, and they have a DAO like they've they've a, a really good system over on Solana. So we've been talking to them recently. But um, but the thing I'm really excited about is with uh, Dust Labs coming over, 
because they're going to be bringing a lot of I mean, this will be a little way after the Utes launch, but they're going to be bringing you know launching all this software here, the um, Utes community DAOs. Uh, I, mean, I don't I haven't really announced too much, but I don't know if they're going to be doing things like staking and stuff like that. But but um, but so yeah, I mean, I'm hoping you know if, if that comes along, I, I guess it's just going to be with the Utes community first. But the, there's been talk about them branching out to Polygon projects. So it'd be awesome if we can maybe um, you know get help from obviously you know, Dust Labs would be the best people. But yeah, if not, I mean, yeah, we, we we're kind of looking into that behind the scenes a lot now, just like how we do a DAO, um, you know, what are we going to use to set it up, and then how we operate it. But I think um, I think that's the main thing basically. That's what you want to do, and then. Um, then outside of that, like I said, it is. I mean, like I said, I think we're going to have to release a roadmap now, just from the pressure. You know, people on Discord just be like, "You don't have to, man. People are going to be it's asking good. for it. You don't have to do what they they." they yeah, say. I just I, I like how it's been the last month. Where you know we've announced a lot of stuff, like big partnerships and all these marketplace launches, and um, you know just things. That I'm hoping that you know things keep coming like that because it's just there's so much momentum, and we're still it's still. Um, pretty early days you know i mean the utes announcement was less than a month ago and we still got you know two months to go before utes come so i'm hoping things just keep building and building you know more people come from slana and, and i hope yeah just we have you know more partnerships more exciting stuff but i, I think the main you know goal in terms of like a, a long-term thing or at least a plan for 2023 is um yet to do a dow and, and basically launch that and kind of bring the community more on board in, in the decision making and stuff yeah, DAOs are kind of tricky. I was listening to Kevin uh, from Dust Labs, and he was saying how DAOs to him sound like uh, HOAs. I don't know if you guys have those in uh, London, uh, but <laughs> it's basically like those mini committees that manage, you know, the condo. Uh, they never get along. So uh, people are always kind of arguing about anything and nothing, and nothing gets done bottom line uh it, it just doesn't sound very sexy anymore <laughs> i think that was his main point uh but but we've been you know at red gang we we've had a dow structure for a year now i think almost a year um and it's worked out fine there is a way of doing it that to me it has to be very centralized in the beginning and um you definitely need to give people roles and responsibilities uh it has to be very very structured and organized because if you do one of those free-for-all DAOs and you can do whatever you want and um nothing gets done bottom line and it's just very disorganized so there's a way of, of having the proper structure that i think could be beneficial uh but but you don't have to make it as well right like i say it's it, if something works for you it works for you and then if you want to get the community involved a little more you can you know have them do certain tasks like right like do you guys have suggestions on on maybe something you'd like us to do or or anything like that and it doesn't have to be like a formal DAO structure per se. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, I think, you know, not like, I'd rather it was suggestions because the problem is it's, you what you do want a central core team who's going to be able to really decide. Because the, pro the problem is I want that if we're going to do a DAO where like, the community are really voting on like really important decisions, it can't just be that you throw something out. Like we were talking about this the other week, like some of the team wanted to throw something out, do, you know, asking the community, do you want this? But the thing is, anything you throw out to them saying, do you want it? You and vote for it. You're going to get 99% saying yes because people want stuff. <laughs> Everyone wants something. But the, the the conversation you have to have behind the scenes is is this right for the project? You know, and I think that is the one thing. It's like if you, especially if you just throw out stuff like, would you like to see this? Do you want this? Do you want this? It's like you need to then just have a more detailed discussion about like, well, maybe look, this sounds exciting, but actually, you know, maybe it's not the best thing to do. Do so. I think yeah, we're, we're, we're again we're looking into it now, but I think it's just um, yeah, making sure we kind of have the right structure for it and stuff.
Yeah, and people get tired of voting as well, especially if they're numerous proposals. So I guess just to tell you a little bit more on what we did, we elected people that are going to be taking decisions. So people kind of elect you, and then once they elect you, just like in real life, you then make your own decisions or you make uh, the decisions within a small committee. And then, you know, that kind of makes things very smooth afterwards because it's a small team that's very flexible and agile. And it's a DAO because they voted you on. So um, that model works pretty well. If you have the model of everybody voting on everything all the time, uh, you'll see people will get voter fatigue and, and lose interest and you'll have like some crappy ideas as well. So <laughs> anyways, give it a good thing before committing to something. Yeah, totally. No, I mean, it's think it's Decentraland, you know, I mean, Decentraland has this really developed DAO system, but, but yeah, it just, it runs into the same problems, you know, where it's, um, people can't decide on things or like I said, people get fatigue and then, you know, a big decision comes up and nobody really votes on it. And it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we really want to like bring the community more into, into the mix, but I do think like it's important to kind of have a core team who's going to maybe like finalize things and make sure it's best for the project and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, Right now, if you know, I, I have a Polygon Punk, I, I purchased one. We need to show your project a little more. I, I believe in the historical aspect of it. <laughs> but uh, also, your Discord's pretty active, and I heard you guys have a Telegram channel that shares a lot of alpha. Do you, could you talk to me a little bit about the kind of the utility aspect of Polygon Punks? I guess you know that, that alpha sharing is very precious, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. I mean, the thing with Polygon Punks, right, is like, you know, we, we do quite a lot, and but we have this massive advantage where like Crypto Punks, which are obviously what everyone's looking up to, they don't do a lot. You know, they, don't, they don't really do anything. I mean, they, you know, you don't really know who the holders are. The community is not very active. They're not doing, you know, it's just this kind of, um, you know, because no one can really afford them. No one can get into the mix. And uh, so it's, it's, so we do have that advantage. It's like the collection we're looking at. It'd be a bit different with Bored Apes. You know, because Bored Apes are already active and they're doing the metaverse. But CryptoPunks don't really do anything. And so the thing, I mean, again, it's the same thing with, um, I was saying, in terms of roadmap. It's like in terms of utility, it's just like constantly evolving, you know, and whatever. And so now we've moved into this space of like, yeah, perhaps, you know, alpha chats. And uh, we've added, added a new like private chat on our Discord where we're kind of be dropping alpha and things like that. Um, I mean, the, 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 the kind of OG utility of the punks was the fact that you're just holding the first punk on Polygon, the same way you might hold a crypto punk or a soul punk. It was more that. Um, and then there wasn't, you know, beyond that last year, we would do things like you get into giveaways and stuff like that. Um, but it's mainly just holding the punk, you know, holding this, this, the, the OG punk. But I think, yeah, now going ahead, I mean, it's just um, like with everything, it's just all been really developed. It's been developing really quickly. And so I think, um, I mean, for 2023, yes, yeah, so I, th I think Alpha is really good because I, I do think um, you're seeing it a lot where we're going into things like the Ute space and a lot of Solana people come up and they kind of ask, like, how do I get the, you know, how do I get the stats on Polygon? What's going on on Polygon? You can kind of offer up a couple of collections, but they really want, like, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I guess you guys are better because, you know, you guys are, are dealing with all this stuff. But I, I, we've been talking about it this week, like. You know, should we maybe try and start a project, a side project, or build it into Polygon Punks, like a real alpha pair channel, you know, that's going to have all, all, all the, you know, the sniper bot and things like that. Um, so I don't know. This is, again, this is... We, I, I think the biggest value is, is not the analytics, right, or, or kind of the tech. It, it's more about your knowledge of the ecosystem that no one has, right? Like, we do a little bit of alpha sharing, but, but it's pretty limited. 
Uh, we see the mints on one planet. We see kind of some of the popular mints, but you guys have like knowledge that that's very deep of the ecosystem. So you see things coming out before anyone else sees them and kind of sharing that with your community is, is super precious, right? Like things like ZK EVM or, or, or Supernets and things like that, that I don't really fully understand yet. Uh, yeah. But that probably somebody in your community knows very well how they work. I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, you know, value in that information. No, I appreciate that, man. No, it's, it's, it's definitely um, no. I mean, it's definitely something we'd like to do. I think if we can um, kind of move into that space, and I think it's because it's we I was saying it yesterday, but it's really unique with the situation with Polygon right now because you, I mean, we get DMs on Twitter from people from Solana where they're kind of asking like, "Hey, can you give me the the twenty projects that are like all time hits that are just like you know that I need to look into?" But it's not really like that, you know. I mean, in terms of OG collections that are really like in the mix right now and on space and getting attention. It's kind of, you know, us and Billionaire Zombies Club. And there are like other OG projects that are still doing sales, but they're not in the mix. Like, so when I kind of advise people, it's all projects that um, perhaps haven't done the biggest sales, but I'm just bullish on the fact that like they're in the mix. You know, the, 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 the projects I'm looking at right now are like the ones that are in the spaces that are like dropping the GMs to Magic Eden, that are like in these Telegram chats together, that are jumping each other's discords. Like, so there is like, a, you know, a group of projects right now, a big handful of them that are kind of like, I'm just really bullish on and some of those you might like jump on and look at the sales and be like, oh, they're not doing much or you know like you can grab a the rarest one for 80 dollars or something like that but it's like i'm kind of looking at i mean something like billionaire zombies club i'm a billionaire zombies club you know i've been buying a couple of those recently we bought one for uh, our treasury wallet as well and like you can get the rares there the gold and the crystal skins for like 80 dollars 100 dollars um but you know it's johnny like i'm super bullish on johnny because yeah we're having savage. a space with johnny tomorrow actually our billionaires oh, nice. club. so uh, no, i, I mean, agree you know, like, i'm bullish just... on him as well <laughs> no i tell you man i speak to him a lot now on telegram and stuff and he's just like the guy is you know he's on the phone with sandeep he's like well, we're not really supposed to say he's magic eden he's, he's uh, magic johnny and like you know, I think, you know i think that that's official now we, we can call him is it magic official johnny. is it all right i think i i think i ruined i think i said it because you know everyone was saying intern and i think that he had me up and i was like hey johnny and i said like, oh shit you know so we, i think we're calling magic johnny and stuff but no it's but official no, it's official it's okay people can know don't worry oh, no, <laughs> no, but i mean you know it's that sort of thing where you might jump on the billionaire zombies club and be like okay you know there's still loads of rares and you might think but he's just if you, if you know johnny you're like well i'm bullish on johnny you know so it's it's it's, it's a weird say it's not that quite that thing where you like with ethel soul where you might jump on and be like right here's the top 20 projects and they've been doing great sales for a year or something it's just like a lot of the projects I'm really bullish on are, um, yeah, you know, just all these ones that are in the mix and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a unique situation at the moment. Yeah, uh, agree. And, and since I bought the Polygon Punks, by the way, the floor price went up. So, you know, I'm happy about my purchase. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I see like from the metrics, you guys are, are really good because you can see the unique holders, um, you know, the, that number is going up. And there's always a volume on your collection. So I'm pretty sure like it's the go-to collection on Polygon right now. Um, but uh, is there anything else you'd like us to know about Polygon Punks or you'd like to share? Because afterwards, I'd like to open it up for questions. And and you mentioned, you know, some of the projects you are excited about. I'm sure people would like to know what you're excited about in the Polygon ecosystem, kind of learning a little bit more about the other projects and NFTs. Hey, no worries, dude. Yeah, totally, man. So yeah, I mean, with um, Polygon Punks, um, 
yeah, I mean, just some of the highlights like we've had over, you know, we launched, we were the first collection to launch on Magic, Magic Eden recently, Polygon Collection. We launched on One Planet, you know, and we, we love the guys over at One Planet. And then we were the first project over on Rareable, the first Polygon project. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, another big thing to mention is uh, we've got the Polycon coming up in February, um, which is, I don't know if you guys have checked that out, but Polycon is going to be, uh, it's like a big Polygon, uh, Polygon Metaverse event that's coming up that's run by Polydoge. And I think it's February 22nd, is it 23rd? Or it says at the end of the week. If you jump on the Polydoge page, you can find it. But um, but that's going to be great. I went to the Polycon 2021, actually, and yeah, no, I'm really excited for that event. Um, and then, yeah, you know, um, and then like I said, we, we've got this new Twitter space we do um, every week, this uh, Polygon Showcase. And we've got an episode coming up tomorrow with um, the Mutants, guys at Mutants. And uh, so, yeah, no, come and uh, check that out. Oh, sorry. But um, yeah, no, with... Um, I think with uh, other projects, man, God, there's so many did at the moment. I think um, Billionaire Zombies Club. I definitely go and check out Billionaire Zombies Club because again, I'm so, I'm super bullish on uh, on Johnny and the team. We had those guys on um, our, our our spotlight series last week, and the team's really great and super. I think they're going to actually redo the art now, which is interesting. If you guys have been on their Discord, oh I think really? They're gonna, they're, they're going to yeah. do an art upgrade. It looks like it, yeah, there's a big discussion going on at the Discord at the moment, but it looks like one of the things is the guns, because they maybe want to make it a little more family-friendly. Like, a lot of them have these guns. <laughs> They're called billionaire zombies. Like, how, how family-friendly can that collection be? It's weird. I mean, uh, yeah, they're all, they're all chatting about it in the Discord at the moment. Like Johnny released a little teaser, kind of half of a zombie. You can kind of see. I think it's the the one-for-one the, the one Magic Eden uh, zombie they're going to do, but it's also it's the new art design. And I think... Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think I think they're going to revamp it, which would be cool. And uh, I, I'm interested to see, man. Like, definitely, if you guys go and check out their Discord and stuff. Um, but no, Billionaire Zombies Club, super bullish on those, man. Rec Gang, obviously, dude. I just got my uh, my trippy wolf the day, and uh, yeah, super super bullish on the Rec Gang, man. I think you guys like it's super. I mean, you guys are like my kind of go to for stats now. Like, I want any info that's going on. I mean, we were talking about this earlier about sort of thing about people wanting to know all the latest stats on NFTs, but you know, you guys. Um, Absolutely, uh, crush it with I, I'm sure and, somebody uh, will come up with like something really, really good. Meanwhile, we use the old Excel sheet, and uh, you know, <laughs> it, it's working so far. Uh, don't give us credit. I, I'm just kind of uh, <laughs> looking forward to having someone from Solana build a really neat looking dashboard with analytics and all that jazz. Uh, that'll make our lives a lot easier. Oh, I definitely do. No, I mean, I, I think it's coming. I mean, I hear loads of people talking about wanting that stuff. But no, you guys do an awesome job with that, man. You make it super fun as well. So I like, oh, yeah, I always really appreciate it. And uh, jump in. And then I just saw PS Labs, like, jump in the space. And uh, yeah, super bullish on PS Labs, man. I just uh, end up, I was going to mint. And then I ended up, like, I was looking through the collection. And I was kind of like, really wanted this bird one. I just kept seeing this uh, avian one that was like 100, uh, 100 Matic or something. And I was kind of like, I didn't want to mint and then get one I didn't want. So I ended up yeah, buying this, uh, the avian one. But yeah, big of a shout out to PS Labs, man. I mean, the art is just so far. It's some of the best art I've seen. And they did this awesome thing uh, earlier this week where they kind of ended up using their new utility to kind of generate some 3D punks. Oh, so you kind I of saw see those. Those were so lit. Like, those were so good. If you guys ever do an art upgrade, ask David to you know, help. Dude, I mean, some of them are amazing, man. Yeah. No, thanks so much to uh, PS Labs for doing that. I mean, some of them, there's one which was like the guy who had the glasses on, kind of the red and blue glasses, which was like amazing. I mean, it's like, but they all look so good, man. I was, I was really, really hyped on that. So, yeah, big shout out to um, 
to PS Labs. And then, um, yeah, just loads of other collections. Man. I mean, all the guys at Hellcats, you know, I bought a Hellhound the other week. I think uh, the Hellcats have just been crushing it on uh, over on One Planet and stuff. Uh, I really like the Matic Greys. I don't know if you guys have checked out Matic Greys, but they've got a really cool team. I'm going to try and get them on our uh, Spotlight series soon. But uh, really love those guys. I mean, big shout out to Knights and Peasants as well. Like, obviously, one of the... We, 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 we've got to try and bring all the gaming projects more into the mix, I think, with this whole new community that's building. Um, and, yeah, obviously, the guys at Knights and Peasants, Shantastic and stuff, are awesome. Um, Polygon, Ape Yacht. I mean, Polygon Apes have been crushing it as well. They had this crazy week, you know, they minted out and stuff. So I've been in their Discord a bunch and uh, super, super active. Yeah, really excited for the Polygon Ape Yacht Club. Uh, Just Apes as well. I, I bought a Just Ape this week, but uh, as if you've been seeing them, but that's a Solana project. That is, yeah, um, so, so did you buy on Soul? They're not on Polygon. I bought yet. on Soul. No, I bought it on Soul. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So it's... Um, Basically, what they're going to do this week, well, they, they've kind of launched a few limited ones, but it's coming out properly next week, is you're going to be able to get Polygon traits. So they're releasing, I think, like 10 or 15 different, like a hoodie and a cap and a whatever. And you'll be able to, I mean, I don't know how it technically works, to be honest, but I think you can just like, well, did you go, do you guys know how this works? I mean, I've got to I, I, no, 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 I was, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw, like the founder jumped in uh, one of the builders chats and he was like, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. I saw something like 200, will be on Polygon. I'm not sure if they're going to be minting on Polygon or or like the, how the trait swapping was going to work. I'm very curious about the whole thing. I know Ryan uses it as his PFP now, um, and I think their I like art it, is I, really I, cool. Um, I really like it. I like the art a lot. I think I'm going to probably yeah, buy another yeah, one. Yeah, I love the really, art too. Really, um, but I think, yeah, I don't quite know how it works. I've been in the Discord a bunch this week and just like, um, but I don't know when is it like you. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I guess but you swap the traits and then it, uh, is it bridging over or is it? Yeah, like, I, I think you know we'll we'll just have to wait and see actually because uh, some of these projects are announcing a lot of cool stuff, but but it, it's still up in the air on how it will actually work, right? So th this one is one of those, I think. Yeah, totally. No, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I mean, um, I just, I, I really like the art and I see, I've seen, they've done a, a little post about all the polygon traits you're going to get, but they look awesome. You can get like, you know, I think it was, you know, the floor on those right now is like, um, was it two sold or something, two and a half sold, but you, all the traits will be like $10 each or something, $15 each. You'll be able to buy the hoodie and the cap and things like that. So, um, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Super excited for, um, just apes. And then, um, God, well, the, I mean, one of the collections got to give a shout out is crypto crew you know the matic man's project because like that they were the first guests we have on the spotlight and they're awesome man i mean the first piece we put in our gallery was like one of the matic crypto crew heroes but um you know that collection hasn't minted out now i think it's the 35 matic mint on their site but uh it's another one you know where like if you're coming into the space from solana you might see that project and go like no oh, it hasn't minted out yet but if you know matic man do you know what I mean? Like, who isn't bullish on the Matic Man? You know, in crypto, so it's yeah, like, it's the absolutely. Matic you know? Nicest so, guy in the space, I would argue. Even he's like always oh, so kind. <laughs> no, super. So I'm, yeah, you know, I've minted a, uh, quite a few of those. I'm just super bullish on that. So, so I don't know. I guess that's some of the projects, but um, yeah, I mean, there's so much, man. I mean, just all the stuff that's coming up on One Planet as well. I think, uh, yeah, I always say to people, just keep an eye out on all those launch pad projects over on One Planet. So I think, yeah, uh, today we have actually a mint. Um, I don't know if you're too familiar with with Cipher Wars. I was going to say Cipher Wars, dude. Yeah. yeah, totally, man. We did a little collab with them last month and stuff. But uh, no, their projects are awesome. I'm a big sort of sci-fi fan, and I like all the trading card stuff. But uh, no, that'd be great, man. I'm, I'm really hyped for Cipher Wars. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm also very bullish uh, on Beatup. He's uh, he's awesome. Uh, we've chatted with him throughout. You know, it's been a long time that they want to launch this project, so I'm pretty pumped for it. And and then as you spoke, you guys have uh, AMA with Mutants tomorrow, and they're going to be minting. 
um, I think it's March 3rd or something like that. So, so not too far off as well. Oh. That'd be exciting, dude. No, Mutants look really cool because um, yeah. they're going to be doing their Gen 2 kind of updates. So the Gen 1s were kind of the like graffiti-style mutants, but then the Gen 2 ones, they're going to do full 3D uh, mutants and stuff. So um, Actually, it's yeah, February really 3rd, I think. March, March is like in a month. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, February, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, February yeah, 2nd. Yeah. I think it's February um, 2nd. It? I'll yeah. bring up, you know, if people want to ask questions to Polygon Punks, maybe a little bit about themselves or are interested in learning more about Polygon NFTs, uh, please feel free to kind of uh, come up. I see we have Xuli, um, who's uh, one of our DeFi clan leads, also involved a lot in... Uh... Oh, he might actually ask you something for his interest. Um, oh, cool. he says 100%. There we go. He's going to ask something for himself. Uh, <laughs> I would I would recommend that you accept because it's free. No, it's okay for it. No, I, I'm just being friendly and sharing my profile picture with the audience. Um, no, it's it's been cool to kind of hear your story, Polygon Bunks. Um, pretty cool kind of getting kicked off OpenSea and then coming back and kind of that survivor thing. It kind of, we resonate with that, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll just jump in and do the ask because Zerker promised he'd do it, but figured I can talk to you guys directly as well. Um, yeah, so we're we're do we're we're building a dex and we're gonna do a DAO versus DAO competition on testnet. So if you guys want to participate as Polygon punks and kind of trade against Wrecked Gang or Hellcats or Galactic punks or Lunables, um, those guys are already in and like yeah, it'd be really cool to have you guys uh kind of repping your community and trading. Um, it's all on testnet, so there's no risk. Um, but there are real uh, rewards. So yeah, Treasury can win, your community can win, and yeah, it'd be cool to have you guys. Hey, that sounds awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah just uh, DM us, man. We'll chat about that, and uh, that sounds really fun, mate. I'd be, uh, be super up for that. Yeah, it's it's a dex called Hyper Liquid X. It's not it's not from the Wreck Gang. It's someone else building it that actually knows how to build out dexes. Um, so don't worry about this. It's all safe and it's all on testnet and it's mainly a trading competition. We had one earlier, which was first to get liquidated and we were really good at that. Um, someone got liquidated in about 18 seconds to me, I, you know, really kudos to them. I think they shorted Actos, um, He right? improved it. He he improved it to seven seconds. Seven seconds. Um, the devs were a little surprised that was. Yeah, possible. I'm also surprised. Probably shorted Aptos again because that's the thing you have to do to get liquidated. But anyways, yeah, we'll DM you the details, uh, um, and it should be fun. We have a uh, fractal red with a question. Go ahead. Hi guys, can you hear me? Yeah, it's a little quiet, but we can hear you. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for for for. Uh, for this uh, space and yeah i'm a big fan of nft and i believe that nft and uh, game uh, video game that will have a big impact in the future uh, as if we are building fractal because we are we are truly believe that we can onboard some uh, nft inside the game and and give them another utility for example if you own a um a polygon tank, you will you will you will be able to have your 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 character on our game, for example, as uh, wearing the skin of polygon uh, polygon tank, and you can hand down the monster with it. See, so we believe that this is something really achievable, and it will make uh, the crypto gaming 
I mean, show a new face of the crypto game and uh, combining NFTs and uh, video games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to kind of jump on this because to me, this is the way to build out a game or a metaverse. Uh, you need that interoperability with other projects. That's what makes it super interesting. So you guys are kind of starting it from the start where um, people that own NFTs from different communities can join your game because you need those users, right? And those users are there. They just want to show off kind of their PFP and play your game and maybe compete against each other. That's what Xuli is doing right now. He's having different communities compete against each other uh, in a trading competition. And you guys can do the same in your game, like which community does best in your game. I think that's really the way that it should be in the future is more interoperability between NFT PFPs and gaming projects or metaverses. That gets me really excited. I know Arcadia is also building that out. Um, but yeah, uh, great, great approach. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Monster Hunter or, or what I mean, back in the, I mean, in, in the web to uh, video game industry, but this is an inspiration we are following. Uh, as a fan of the, of the, of the, of the license, I've been playing this game like since like right now, more than 15. Uh, yeah, I think I uh, started on 2005 on PlayStation 2. And, you know, when you love a game like Pokemon Monster Hunter, you always uh, have this, um, uh, you always wanted to own your, 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 I mean, your, your assets, whatever. I mean, once the game is, is finished, because on Web2, you, when you play a game, like once the game is finished, once the new, uh, new re release, you lose all, you, you're, you're losing all your, your data, your, your energy, everything. But the, the blockchain give us a true power, uh, that, uh, that, that, I mean, uh, give us that true, uh, ownership of, of those items. So. We believe this is something we we go we are work we are working. I mean, we it's going to be successful and it's already successful with all those NFT and what the community are building on on the space. Yeah, sorry, that sounds awesome. I'd definitely be up for like, yeah. We we wanted to do this last year, you know, having a, a punk in a game or a punk inside a metaverse. Like, you know, we've dabbled in the wearables, but it'd be really cool to have a full punk avatar. But no, like you said, I mean, we were saying I'm super bullish and all about this game. I think it's the World Wide Web game. It's on ETH, which is one of those blockchain games, like a pixel art game. But they did loads of collabs with like big ETH projects where they kind of, you could have one of those NFT avatar, you know, as an avatar in the game. But uh, but no, dude, if you're doing anything like that, man, definitely like us. And uh, it, it definitely gives us a shout because I think, yeah, it'd be awesome to do a Polygon Punks avatar and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And uh you know, outside of the big Eve projects, Wrecked Wolf is also in World Wide Web. <laughs> uh, Are you guys in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, we're cool. in there as well. It, it's pretty inclusive. If you have the pixel art, they'll, they'll put you in. Um, so our, our artist is actually very bullish on the project. So you can play as the Wrecked Wolf in World Wide Web. Uh, and it's pretty fun to see all these different kind of characters interact with each each other it, it's a game right it reminds us, uh, me a lot of pokemon as well like in terms of graphics pretty fun pretty fun uh, so, uh, i mean we've seen this with the punk art as well being the pixel yeah, art. i mean if there's works. any pixel games the punks would work perfect i don't know if crypto punks are in world wide web already but yeah but the, the polygon punks i mean it would work great for that so um, you'll have to I'll have to check them out you know what i'm actually not sure if crypto punks are in there uh, that's a good question. You guys could definitely be in it. 
I think the only thing is it's on ETH, so you'd have to find a way to kind of, uh, I don't know if it's bridge or, or, or make that connection, right? Because it could be done technically because it's the same uh, EVM address, but it needs to recognize your wallet holding a Polygon Punk. Anyways. Yeah, no worries. I mean, yeah, when, so, I mean, I get, there's going to be so I'm really excited for gaming this year. You know? I mean, we always talk about NFTs and PFP NFTs, but I'm a big gamer kind of outside of crypto and stuff. So, I'm, you know, being on Polygon and, you know, Polygon Gaming and all the money they've spent. And there's yeah, a thing please share because you know, we know about the PFP projects. Well, I guess you gave us some good tips. Um, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty familiar with some of the PFP projects, but the games, it's still a little bit... Uh, we're, we're unsure. So, so do you have any like games to recommend for people to try out? I know, I know Knights and Peasants. Yeah, I told you. I mean, big shout out to Knights yeah. and Peasants. Man. Yeah. Anything um, else? Knights and Peasants. Yeah. I mean, um, well, so, I mean, one of the big things that happened this week was if you saw the news from uh, Fractal Wagme, which is like the company that came over from Solana and they're bridging a load of games over from Solana to Polygon. Um, and there's some really good projects coming. I mean, a couple of that I'd invested in, actually, like uh, BR1 is a really good one, a first-person shooter. Uh, Metarox is another one, first-person shooter that's coming over. Yeah, I mean, if you get jump on the Fractal Wagme page, they've announced with Polygon Gaming, I think they're bringing like 30 projects over or something. And I guess they're probably going to be doing more. So there's loads of yeah, interesting gaming projects. And then on Polygon, I mean, some of the OG gaming projects so like just decentral games you guys know that which is like the the decentraland casino that i mean they're one of the top selling collections um over on omc and then, i mean there's, there's quite because the thing it was all about gaming last year on polygon so there's kind of a lot of those og projects crypto unicorns is a really big one um obviously the metaverse stuff like sandbox and decentraland but i think um but no yeah definitely if you guys um go and check out the fractal wagme twitter and uh like i, said, I think they just listed about 30 projects but um but no definitely a uh, br1s uh looks really good it's like a yeah, first person shoot and uh but no yeah there's some really stuff exciting stuff coming over yeah nice uh i think we're at the right spot if we want to learn about gaming uh i'm still kind of have to ease my way into it but i love video games and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, how something like a Fractal Red here integrates RPFPs and different PFPs and different NFT projects. Uh, and then we can compete against each other. I always think it's fun. There was this game on Arcadia that was just a simple platformer, but the leaderboard was uh, different NFT projects. And people got so competitive just to kind of beat out like different communities. I think people love to compete. Uh, or, or you know, people are degens, so uh, <laughs> that's why they like uh, this type of format. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a thing, though, because I, you know, like the blockchain game so far, I mean, I didn't mention, you know, things like Sunflower Land, but I remember I got in on Sunflower Land when it first launched, and it's now had three launches, because remember when it first launched, I think it was March, April last year, and then it crashed Polygon Chain. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing, you know, we talk about Sunflower Land, but there are some questions, aren't there, about, how solid because obviously with solana everyone was knocking solana every time it went down but uh, but polygon the big downtime last year was sunflower land when they had so many users so i don't know they've now relaunched again they've, they've relaunched three times i think sunflower land. but their new launch so i just i actually played their new game last night. it's really good it's a really decent game so i'm kind of i'm quite bullish on sunflower land but no there are some questions about if you suddenly have a, a really active blockchain game you know can uh, polygon kind of handle it and stuff but i think um i'm sure they're kind of working on it and they've put so much money into it but it's the thing the problem with all the play to earn games well they don't really last they don't sustain you know it's like for the people who get in early on the games 
they manage to you know do really well and they they build up their land and, and they do but they don't really last very long so i think well the reason i was talking about the first person shooters is i think that's quite an interesting format because with the br1 and metaobs it's basically like a first person shooter where um you each sort of all the players sign a smart contract at the start and they each throw in five dollars or ten dollars and then the winner gets the pot you know and i think stuff like that could be really interesting i mean we were talking about it yesterday with um things like twitch you know if if we, we i follow quite a lot of um big esports teams and stuff and it's uh you, you know if you're a pro gamer you have to get on one of these big esports teams and then get into a championship and hope you win it and they do have smaller contests that run on like weekly on twitch but you have to have a central party who's going to organize it and manage it but with um you know if twitch built in something where you know a bunch of pro players could just suddenly jump in a game sign a smart contract you know whatever agree to how much money they're going to throw in and the winner gets the part and stuff i think like that'd be a really interesting format i think for uh, first person shooters but yeah i mean it's just it's really early days so i think we'll, we'll just have to see uh, what develops and stuff yeah i guess you know to that point you don't always need to invent the game it's inventing like an extra layer of gamification around it um or gambling, right? <laughs> that that also makes it fun. Or or you know, kind of betting on different people winning Twitch contests, and so a lot of things you can do. Yeah, totally, man. And it's that thing as well about how much of it. You know, there's been loads of discussions about this recently. How much it has to be on the blockchain, and maybe because the thing is, with, with the gaming community like outside of uh, crypto, they they really generally don't like NFTs and they don't like crypto and they're not not you know not into it. So I think um, how you get them on board. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, we, I think you guys were talking about it earlier, but it's like um, it's uh, this thing that's happening with Reddit and Instagram and all of these big Web2 partnerships where they're hiding everything in the background. I think that's probably what's going to happen with gaming to actually onboard all the gamers into blockchain, that they're just going to like either hide all the tech in the background or make your game partially on the blockchain. And so, I mean, because the thing that I always say, is, but it's insane when you think about it, because all the gaming community, I mean, even like Gabe Newell, the guy who runs Steam, he, he came out publicly and said, you know, we won't support NFTs. But the thing is, it's like all these get at least a lot of the big AAA like first person shooters. They're perfect for blockchain. Like when you're playing these games, they're free to play games, but then you have to pay for a battle pass, say, or you have to pay for wearables. You have to pay for you know your weapons and things. And it's like you don't own any of that stuff in any real way. You know, if you delete your Steam account, you lose all those assets. Say if you buy the battle pass, but you don't want to keep it, you you have to keep it. You know, but like if you put it all on blockchain, yeah, like so you can resell all those things, you can hold on to them. They'll be like legendary assets. And so I don't know. It just I think we'll probably look back in ten years and be like, oh yeah, it was crazy that the gaming community weren't on board with blockchain because I just think like you're going to see loads of big AAA games kind of move over to blockchain tech. I think. So. Yeah, totally. Um, and I guess chatting with big titles as well, like blockchain really facilitates that transaction layer, actually. Um, they were saying it's not that easy to make it all centralized and, and uh, you know, with all the royalties going through different artists, gaming, you know, kind of companies, uh, influencers and everything like that. You can kind of code it into a smart contract and it's all automated. Um, so they were pretty bullish on, on having that, that layer on the blockchain as well and not only centralized so i thought that was interesting uh we'll take a few more questions if there are questions um if people want to kind of come up ask something the polygon punks Xuli pinned the trading competition if you're interested in that always fun Xuli, we're counting on you to lead the rec gang i don't know if you're going to be representing the rec gang but uh please make us some money and win some money for the treasury 
Well, we'll try. We'll try. Um, but yeah, it's an open invite to anyone. If you want to include any other uh, communities or you want to trade against someone else, um, welcome to invite your friends. Yeah, he'll DM you as well the details afterwards. Um, if not, I guess, you know, we, we have a lot of these spaces. We can, uh, I think uh, people learn about Polygon Punks. Um, and uh, I'm excited about the future of Polygon Punks. Obviously, we'll see each other on more spaces, right? Or talk to each other on more spaces. Uh, tomorrow, you guys are hosting one. We're hosting one. Um, and there'll be many more. <laughs> Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks Sam for uh, attending and um, sharing the story of Polygon Punks with us. Uh, super appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to, 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 to the future on Polygon. Sounds very exciting. Thanks, gang. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. And uh, yeah, really, really awesome space, man. But thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Polygon Punks AMA hosted by the Wrecked Gang, recorded on Thursday, January 26, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two, help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds do. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terrorist
Spaces. Spaces.